in a time long since forgotten, Hattori Danzo was once what they called a gamer, deeply rooted in the world of video games. He foolishly turned his back on that world, but now has decided to return. Join him in restoring the blade. Hattori Danzo, reporting for duty. <laughs> Welcome to episode three of Restoring the Blade, uh, where I talk about what I'm currently playing, which is Mega Man Legends, also known as Rockman Dash in Japan. Uh, Oh, before I get started, wanted to let you guys know uh, my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram account is actually Donzo Hattori instead of Han uh, Hattori Donzo. So it's just a reverse. Uh, and I, I post like little gameplay clips and whatnot. And uh, I will definitely have a little clip by the time uh, you listen to this. On Mega Man Legends, just showing, kind of showing, you know, what you can do in the game. And I'll probably post some more clips uh, as I play it throughout the week. Um, yeah, so just wanted to let you know I have an Instagram account. That is Donzo Hattori. So, Mega Man Legends. This was uh, one of the first games I wanted to go back and play as I rebuild my collection. Starting with, uh, I'm just going to start with the PlayStation 1 for now. I might, I might go back to do Sega and Nintendo and all that stuff. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, this game was released in 1997, PlayStation 1 by Capcom. Funny thing that I just realized recently, a lot of the games that I like that are on my list of I got to either uh, find again or... Um, I need to play and I haven't played or Capcom. Holy shit, Capcom. You know what I like. I don't know what it is, but you know what I like. Lots of games. Most of my games that I that are dear to me were made by Capcom. Just throwing it out there. And I don't know. Capcom's kind of one of those companies right now where they're still they're they're alienating a lot of fans with what with their practices in the microtransactions and whatnot. Me be not being in gaming for a while, it hasn't really affected me. So I'm interested to see how I will be affected as I get back into this. So I don't have anything negative to say about them. I've only read about the negativity surrounding them right now. But anyway, that's besides the point. <clears throat> so uh, Mega Man Legends. This is the first... And one of the few 3D games, or 3D Mega Man games. Uh, it wasn't initially well received, from what I understand. Uh, and I think probably in the long haul, it was... I do remember it becoming a greatest hit, but I still think... I remember there was supposedly there was going to be... like They did Mega Man Legends 2... And I remember they're gonna, there was going to be a Mega Man Legends 3, but it got canceled. So I just don't, I don't think Capcom felt like it had a big enough 
following for them to profit from it. So, and I, I, I've read that some fans didn't like the game because it just didn't feel like Mega Man, which I get. I've had that argument with lots of games too that were reboots or different versions uh, of a previous entry and they just went too different with it and it made me not like it. So I can't get mad at them for that. I personally like the transition they made. I thought it was a really good transition, really fun. Uh, Not too terribly deep, but deep enough to keep your interests, to keep my interests for uh, replay value. It's got high replay value in my opinion. Um, Oh yeah, and as I mentioned earlier, in Japan it's called Rockman Dash. Dash is an acronym I thought was interesting, so I wanted to talk about it. Dig Outer's adventure story in Halcyon Days. Uh, Halcyon Days is a reference to a calm period during winter where there's no storms, supposedly. Uh, And that is a play on a Greek myth of this couple, the husband died at sea, the wife committed suicide after learning this at sea, and the gods uh, brought them back as halcyon birds, which are kingfishers. And the husband bird, while the wife was laying eggs for seven days, kept the winds back, the the violent wind from the, the ocean back for seven days. So it's like the calm of seven days during the winter or something like that. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Somebody might want, wanted to, might find that interesting and look into it, maybe learn some more stuff. Uh, that does play on Mega Man itself, the game, because it's, the world is completely, not completely, I'd say 95% water, and there's islands scattered about with civilization. Uh, it seems like it is the calm uh, period. There doesn't seem to be like any storms, per se, without me going into too much detail. As far as in the areas that you go to in this game, uh, but I see how this does come into play when you consider Mega, uh, Mega Man Legends 1 and 2 together. So I get it. You'd, you'd have to play both to, to get the full spectrum of uh, understanding on that Halcyon Days crap. Anyway, uh, it was produced by Keiji Inafune. Uh, I bring him up because he also produced Dead Rising, Lost Planet, and Onimusha, which Onimusha is one of my favorite series. Really love that series. I will definitely be doing uh, an episode or two. Uh, not two. Hey, yeah, maybe, because it has uh, multiple entries in the series on Onimusha. So I look forward to that. Anyway. All three of those games are uh, critically acclaimed titles. They all got sequels, multiple sequels. And uh, it should be noted that the guy producing it was no uh, slouch in releasing a good product. So 
Let's see here. The, as I mentioned earlier, the world's mostly water. <clears throat> and Mega Man is a, uh, on a team of, a part of a family of diggers slash archaeologists. There's Gramps, whose real name is Barrel. Uh, Barrel Casket, his granddaughter, Roll Casket, and then Mega Man. And he and Roll are best friends, obviously. And uh, Mega Man has a... <laughs> He's got a pet robot monkey. I, I know, it sounds bizarre, but yeah, his name's Data. Data's useful as fuck. I know he sounds stupid, but he's useful as fuck. And his role in the plot, at the, in the story, gets major at the end, towards the end. You start, you, you learn some shit about old data. But anyway, uh, being diggers slash archaeologists, uh, you search underground ruins looking for what they call quantum refractors which are uh, these giant, they look like crystal shards or whatever. I mean, you can find giant ones, you can find small ones. They look for the big ones because uh, they're the main source of energy on the planet. So, and they look for these, not only are they just looking for the refractors, they're also looking for what has been called the mother load. Uh, supposedly it's this grand treasure that was... Uh, buried somewhere in these underground ruins. Um, so that's one reason they're looking for the mother load. But the main reason I think is, well, for Roll anyway, is her parents disappeared looking for the mother load. So she's thinking she might find them if they find the mother load. But, uh, that's, that's the gist of the story. You end up crash landing on this Island after finding a refractor, a quantum refractor. And your ship's damaged, so you, uh, as Mega Man, go out and explore to see if you can find parts or f figure out ways to get the ship fixed. And then it, the story just branches off from there, and you end up having to stay on the island for a while to help him out in the time of need. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, I guess. I I'd li actually like to generate an interest in this. So, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as far as the mechanics go, as I mentioned, I like the transition into 3D. I think they did a really good job. The controls are tight. Uh, it's, there's a lock-on system, which, speaking of, so you had the the big 3D transition. Uh, it was it's cool. It was cool to be around for this actually. So like Mario went to 64, Legend of Zelda, uh, Metal Gear. They created the Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation One. It went 3D. Yeah, all these big time games that did it. And Mega Man was actually the first to do the voice acting, uh, and to do the lock on targeting system. Uh, I think a lot of people credit the Ocarina of Time for that, but I think Mega Man beat him to the punch. Anyway, uh, so, hey, Keiji Inafune, Trailblazer. Uh, but yeah, so you can run, you can, you have your uh, Buster Cannon on your left arm, 
you can customize that bad boy with different uh, parts. It's cool how they have it set up. It's So you have attack stats. You have the attack stat, the energy stat, rapid, and range. So obviously attack, you increase your attack power. Energy, you increase the... Uh, the, the number of bursts you can do. So, for instance, you start out with a three-round burst on your cannon. You can eventually get that into an infinite stream of just blasts. Uh, rapid, you increase the speed. Range, obviously, the range. And then also, you have on your, your right arm, you can have a special weapon attached to that one. So, you would have your buster and then whatever weapon you choose for that. And... Uh, you get things like you, you get an arm that can throw uh, landmines. You can throw grenades eventually. You get all kinds of cannons and rockets and blasters. and uh, Yeah, there's lots to explore as far as the uh, special weapons. That's one of my favorite things about the game is just getting the special weapons and seeing how they function uh, on each enemy in the game. Just figuring out, you know, which weapon does the best job at on which enemy. Uh, the camera, I like the camera. You can rotate it, um, with the, uh, shoulder buttons. You can actually set it up. You can kind of customize the control scheme, but at default, you can rotate the camera with the, uh, the shoulder buttons, L1 and R1 and, uh, move Mega Man with a D-pad. This is pre-analog. So you actually have to move him with the D-pad. That's one of the uh it's kind of annoying now that you i know what analog is and i'm used to it back then it didn't matter because you know you were used to the d-pad so keep that in mind if you go back to play this um but yeah the controls are good it's it's a really good battle engine i like it a lot it's fun to fight the enemies uh you get surrounded at some points you fight big bosses there's even like just normal enemies that are huge that you fight. Uh, the the stories, I, like I said, I don't want to go too much into the story, but I will say this: the story's okay. It's 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 a good enough story to keep you interested. It gets really good, really awesome in the last quarter of the game. Like, it just comes out of left field with some shit, and you're like, "Wow, okay." And uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Just if you play this game, the story's decent, and then you get to the end, and the story really ramps it up, and you're like, "Fuck!" Uh, so I want to talk about a couple of the characters. Mega Man, obviously, he's the main character. Uh, he's you're just essentially in his shoes. You're you're the hero whenever shit happens. You're the one who takes care of it. You go through the city helping people, yada, yada, yada. Nothing too interesting to talk about as far as bringing up on this podcast. He's a protagonist. But the interesting, to me, the most interesting character in the game is Roll. <laughs> Roll is one of the top ride or die chicks in video games that I have experienced. Uh... It almost makes me want to start like a segment or something or a list of like Hattori Danzo's top ride or, guy, ride or die chicks or guys uh, in video games. 
role would definitely be in my from my opinion in my opinion going off of memory she's definitely in the top three let me tell you about this chick role she's a genius mechanic she can build shit she can fix shit she can modify shit she can pilot whatever you need her to pilot if it's mechanical she's on she's got it uh she pilots the flutter which is their ship um, they have a spotter car eventually where basically Mega Man's underground. She's in this support car above ground and she's got equipment in there. She also has the same equipment on the flutter and she can uh, tell you what's going on in the ruins that you're digging. She can sense like uh, the enemies, like she can sense size of enemies, number of enemies before you get to them. She can sense energy sources and tell you which way you need to go, yada, yada, yada. So she she's like your point man, your spotter during the digs. Uh, she builds weapons. Whenever you find stuff in the digs, you might find like a... For instance, this isn't crazy, a crazy spoiler. You find a broken uh, vacuum cleaner at some point. And then you find a broken motor at some point. She puts them together and creates a vacuum arm so that, like, whenever you kill an enemy, they usually explode into the refractor shards that you're always looking for. You got to run and pick those up before they disappear. So she builds an arm that allows you to just suck them in before they disappear really fast. And you can actually upgrade that arm to where it's the range is basically infinite. It's crazy. Uh, but, yeah, she builds weapons for you whenever you find shit for to build them out of uh she'll go into battle with you she's she'll drive the spotter car to cover you at some point uh at one point you get a boat and she pilots that and you battle some guys uh you fight while you're on the flutter and she's there with you like she's got your back bro she's got your back um and then at one point she even mentions that she knows you're hungry and she'll have dinner ready for you when you get back to the ship. She even cooks too. I mean, what what's not to like about Roll? I'm just saying, Roll is. I'd love to have her on my team. Love to have her on my team. Uh, but yeah, to me, Roll is probably the the coolest character in the game. Um, besides the one of the antagonists chicks i'll tell her name's tron bon that's her name tron bon uh she's a pirate i guess it's not giving away too much um she's an interesting character too uh and then the final boss is okay but um yeah so what i like about the game i think it's fun controlling mega man in 3d i think they did a great job transitioning it uh the controls are very, very, uh, very tight. Uh, the, it's very intuitive. You just, you pick up on it like immediately once you start running around and moving the camera and whatnot. So you pick it up, become second nature. Uh, the combat's fun. Uh, it's really fun to fight shit in this game. You get surrounded, you fight big bosses. It's cool to fight your way out of shit. It could be more difficult. Um, that's one of my dislikes, is it's a little too easy, even on the hard difficulty. Uh, 
so combat engine's fun just the enemies aren't hard enough to uh the, the enemies aren't really that hard to kill I make it a little harder on myself by, like I said, playing hard difficulty and not upgrading Mega Man's hit points or his armor, his body armor. So I make it to where it's easy for him to die. That way I basically have to play the game without getting hit. So that makes it challenging. Uh, I like all the customization options for the Buster Cannon and for the special weapons. That shit's fun. Uh, you can have fun with the Buster Cannon and just... Figuring out that you don't always need to have attack power maxed out to kill an enemy the fastest. There are other ways to, to manipulate your buster cannon to kill certain enemies faster. So that's fun too. And then the special weapons. There's a bunch of them and you can just play around and experiment with those. Seeing how they affect enemies. Uh, I talked about one dislike. That was the difficulty. Another thing, the only other thing I don't like is the story really isn't that great until it's not a terrible story. It's just, it's kind of like there. It gets you through until the end. The last, well, until the last quarter of the game, it gets really awesome and it really gets you going and you want to know what's next. And then, yeah, they pick it up. They pick it up a notch. So who should play Mega Man Legends? Uh, anybody who likes action-adventure games with a little bit of RPG in them. Not too much. Just a few side quests. A little bit of running around the town, talking to characters. And uh, you know how it goes. You got to go talk to them and talk to them multiple times so you get every little bit of information out of them. You, might, you don't want to miss a clue. That kind of shit. Uh, I think you'll have a good time with this game if you like those things. Uh, once again, hit me up on, check out my Instagram, Donzo Hattori. And uh, that's all I got for you on this episode. Hattori Donzo, out.